everybody. It's Laura and Haley, and we're just two girls with opinions on opinions. All right. So uh, today we're getting right into it. We're getting right into a deep, deep topic. Topic. I feel like everything else we've talked about has either been funny or like informational or spoopy. We're all spoopy. Um, or just annoying the airport. Yeah. Very annoying. Um, but this topic is definitely going to be a little bit more emotional. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. If you start crying. I probably will. I'm um, not, no, I'm not going to cry. Well, I don't have any tissues, so you better suck it up, buttercup. It's fine. I'll just use my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we wanted to talk about something that um, I think is really important to... A lot of women, um, as well as Haley and I, we are Well, ten. and I also think not just women. No, for sure. Men too. I feel like, um, yeah, it, yeah, for sure. True. Very limited. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> true. True. You're right. So, um. I know. I think that the, but I feel like it's more prevalent in female culture yes. or, you know, whatever. But, um. So we're talking about diet culture and weight loss um, and just like our history with it, opinions on it, all types of stuff. Yeah, because I feel like this specific topic has been kind of front and center all both of our lives. Absolutely. We we are, what, eight years apart? Eight, yeah, I think so. How old are you? 25. Oh, God, nine years apart. Nine years apart, so almost uh, a decade apart, and God, we you're, both you're oh I am. I'm very old. It's <laughs> like, okay. I'm 87 like years old. I'm mature. Yeah, we coming from the person who eats good and plenty is trying to tell me <laughs> I'm old. Um. So, but almost a decade in between us in age, mm-hmm. and yet both of us have lived a life full of shit as far as weight <laughs> yes. loss and diet. Yes. So, um, I'm going to start, I'm just going to talk about my background. Um, so I've basically been a chunker for as long as I can remember. Okay. Like, I think I first really like became aware that I was chubby in like the third grade. Okay. And I can't really, rem- I feel like maybe like just playground taunting and teasing and whatever, but I was always chubbier and taller okay. than like everybody, which I'm sure Haley can relate to because Haley, yeah, Haley is an Amazon. I already can tell that our stories are going to be pretty similar, like de- definitely different, but yeah, very similar. Yeah. So, um, always chubby, always bigger than all my friends. Um, and then I think I first really remember like weight becoming a serious like thing in my life when I was in sixth grade and oh my God. yeah <laughs> yeah and it's because you know you hit puberty you start to like hit puberty and then you start to gain weight yeah. right your body starts to put on weight in different spots and whatever well I specifically remember um my brother who's 10 years older than me um, he would have been like 21. He made a bet with me that I couldn't lose 50 pounds. Oh. And mind you, I was 200 pounds when I was sixth, sixth grade. Okay. 
So, to be fair, totally healthy goal. <laughs> okay, I was like... Uh, I was real, real chubby. Okay, okay. Um, and I did it. Okay. I did it by way of oh. diet pills Ooh. and walking, like, every single day. So my mom, she didn't really know any better. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was the time of, like, diet pills were rampant on the market yeah. and it was like no regulation and everyone was taking them. I was probably just taking speed, like honestly. <laughs> um her and I have talked about it since and uh she apologized to me mm-hmm. for um like ever putting me through that. It was like I would take diet pills in the morning, diet pills in the evening, and walk like every night three plus miles with her, mm-hmm. like speed walking. Like, from the Goldbergs, Bev. It's just so good. The visual. Um, like, speed walking, and, like, everything was, like, water, and we always had gum at our house, and it was, like, my mom was, like, committed to my success, but in such an unhealthy way. And my mother has always dieted. And my grandmother has always dieted. Okay. You know, and, like, so it's always been a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I lost that weight. And so my middle school years were like pretty good, like socially speaking, because I was like looking good, topped out on my height at a whopping five, seven. So was, was no longer the (laughs) tallest girl, but, um, yeah. in like seventh grade and was like curvy and cute and like great. And then high school hit and I gained all that. Mm-hmm. And then some back over yeah. the four years of high school. And so by the time I was out of high school, I was over 200 pounds again. Mm-hmm. Miserable. And, um, like, but didn't really ever think about it. Like, not like, it just was like who I was. It was like, yeah. I wasn't like obsessed with it. Didn't really care. Like, yeah. went off to college, ate pizza all the time. You know, like, whatever. I was, I've always been social and outgoing. So, it, like, yeah. not hard to make friends. Yeah. So, I'm not, like, the big, fat loner. I'm, like, the big, fat, jolly friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? The duff. Yes. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. But, facts. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, it was, like, and I wasn't, like, I had a boyfriend right out of college. So, like, I wasn't concerned about, yeah. like, being cute because he liked me and that was enough. And, like... I liked him, and that was enough. Settled hard. He settled hard. We both settled. Like, we both apathetic about everything. Anyway, and so continued to gain weight. Just gain, 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 gain. And I remember when I moved back to Washington, no, back to eastern Washington, um, I went to Planned Parenthood to get on birth control. Mm -hmm. And I remember stepping on the scale and I was 317 pounds. And, like, here's the worst part. It's like that it was one of those old scales where you have to move the blocks. Yeah. And, like, she kept just, like, moving it and moving it. Up and up. And, and moving like, it. No. And she's, like, it, like, I didn't even, like, let it settle. It was, like, 317 is good enough for me. <laughs> like, hop off this bitch. Yeah. And, like, didn't get back on the scale. And then eventually went through a divorce and decided... I'm going to start caring about taking care of myself. And that was in 
2012. Okay. Okay. This is where it all begins. Yeah. So 2012, nine years ago, almost exactly like September of 2012, I started going to the gym obsessively, like obsessively and dieting and watching what I was eating. What were you doing? Like, what was your routine at the gym? So I would do like cardio, hardcore cardio all the time. Elliptical a lot because it didn't like hurt my body as much. Okay. But 100% cardio queen. Still am. Yeah. It like takes a lot for me to want to do like a workout (laughs) that's not cardio. Yeah. Um, so I would just like track my food in my fitness pal. And to this day, I still have the app. Yeah. With the like dates from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So like crazy. 317 pounds. Um, and so I just would like follow whatever diet. Mostly I was just tracking my food, watching how much I ate. And then I, you stall, right? Mm -hmm. You stall and you're like, well, this isn't working. So it's like, what's the next thing I can do? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, the next, okay, I need to up, up the amount of workout I do and I need to figure out a new diet. Yeah. And this cycle lasted for, well, let's see, 20, like 2012 until, what year was that? 2018? 2018? Okay, so yes. Six, six years? Yeah, of just obsessive. And I had my son in between. I had him in 2015. Mm-hmm. So it was like obsessive, obsessive. I was like to my lowest weight. Um, like, right before I had my son, mm-hmm. I think, or right after. I think it was right before. And then I had my son, and all of a sudden, it was just a brick wall. Mm-hmm. A brick wall for, like, two and a half years. So what was your your weight range, like, the fluctuation? So I was and anywhere, like, when I was pregnant, at the height of my pregnancy, I was at, like, 280 Okay. And then I got down to like just below 240. Okay. On my own. And it was like wild, right? Like, oh my God, 240 after having been like almost 320 pounds. Yeah. Felt amazing. Yeah. But still like super overweight. And um, yeah. So, and it was just, it was to the point where it's all I thought about. It was all I thought about. I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable. I was obsessed with losing weight. I weighed myself every single day. And, like, I just could not be happy in the body I had. And yet, I couldn't do enough to get out of the body I had. Yeah. This is, like, such a vicious cycle. Especially when you grow up using food as a coping mechanism. And not even, like, a negative coping mechanism. Like... Food is just, and I think maybe this is, like, an American thing. It's just, like, everything is food. Yeah. Right? It's, like... Well, I mean, yeah, we did a whole entire... Right. Hour and a half darn near long episode about food. Right. (laughs) But, like, when you're sad, it's, like, I'm going to eat ice cream. I'm sad. I'm going to eat something. It's, like, when I'm happy. Yeah. When I'm happy, we're going out to celebrate. We're going to go eat. Yeah. When it's a special occasion, we're going to go out and eat. Oh, it's your birthday. Here's cake. Right. Oh, it's a holiday. Here's Christmas cookies. Yeah. And it's just like everything. Here's Thanksgiving 
everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like every single thing revolves around food. And then when food is also your coping mechanism because yeah. you're like going through it, whatever it may be, it's like, great. So like there's the normal life of food being a very central part of it. And then there's, I am depressed, so I'm just going to eat. Yeah. So it's very hard to manage that when you are like obsessed with it when it's just like everything everything and it was like every six months I would decide it was time to try like a new yeah thing it's so, exhausting yeah and so in 2018 September of 2018 I got gastric bypass surgery mm-hmm. and Haley already knows this obviously and I went from, like, a high of 275 down to my lowest weight of, like, 155. Okay. It's crazy. In, like, yeah. I guess, let's see. That would have been 2020. So, like, in a year and a half, okay. I went from, like, 275 to 155. Yeah. And got divorced in between. <laughs> So it was wild. And it was like, it's, I am not 155 right now. Yeah. Thank you so much, COVID and like, <laughs> you know, everything. Fucking COVID. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like. Well, and tot- honestly, it's been so stressful with everything. Yeah. And it totally like took me off my game. So, um, yeah, that's, so that happened and it was such a relief because Like I said, I had hit, I'd basically hit a wall when I had my son and like Mm -hmm. my body did not respond the same. I could do everything exactly the same. I got a personal trainer. I, she was like a nutritionist. She basically wrote all my meals. I prepared them every single Sunday Mm -hmm. before I had the surgery and I would, um, I would spend all day prepping food, like all day long and my entire fridge would be full. Yeah. And like. I would lose, like, one, two pounds a month. Yeah. And so... And I'm paying this person. But it's so... God, what is the word? Like... Frustrating. Frustrating, but, like... It makes you feel like shit. It's defeating. Yeah. 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 It's super... You just feel super defeated because it's, like... And helpless. Like, you just, like okay, I'm literally doing everything that I'm being told by a professional to do and nothing is fucking happening. Yeah. So I eventually went to get a consultation for the surgery. And when they saw that, like, all the history of everything that I had done Mm -hmm. and the fact that I, the fact that I had worked with a professional nutritionist was, like, the thing that they were like, oh, well then, yeah, you're totally qualified to have this surgery. Yeah. Because, like... You've done all of the steps and you're working out and you're healthy. Like my blood, every, I've never, I never had any like other comorbidities. Like it's not borderline diabetic. I don't mm-hmm. have heart issues. I don't have lung issues. I don't have anything Yeah, because I continued working out that entire time. But it's like, it's just so frustrating because that's, that's the kind of stuff that they're like, we'll just get a personal trainer. Just get a nutritionist. Yeah. And it's like, well, I did that. And it still didn't work. Yeah. And sometimes it's just your body. And it 
there is something to be said about finding the thing that works for your body. But when you feel like you've tried everything, it's just so exhausting. Absolutely. Absolutely exhausting. So another aspect of that. So that's my story. That's your story. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell my story. It's, 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 I'll make it short. Well, yeah, you have a a decade less time, so feel free to (laughs) tighten it up. Um, well, when I was growing up, um, I was always like the string bean kid, like (laughs) teeny tiny itty bitty. I was tall though. Right. Tall. Always. Skinny. Um, I did like gymnastics and was like super fit and in shape and then fell in love with macaroni and cheese (laughs) (laughs) i mean who wouldn't i mean right like it's all the best things oh god delicious um to this day still my favorite not really but kind of anyway um it's like a primary food group yeah um so i i didn't really notice that I was gaining weight until and I hesitate to say some of these things because a lot of people that are in my life that listen to this podcast don't really know these things that go into my head because obviously it like little things will stick with certain people and it's like oh I didn't know that that had such a deep impact right (laughs) on your life yeah I never would have said that um but I was told I was at a I was at my sister's birthday party, I think. And I was probably in like the third or fourth grade, maybe fourth or fifth grade. And I was wearing like a two piece. Mm-hmm. And because you didn't even think. Yeah. And I'm not going to name any names, but somebody in my life had mentioned like, oh, maybe you not do that again. Right. And that like breaks the seal. Yeah. And it was like, I'd never really thought about it and I remember like it was literally in the moment and I remember like looking down at my stomach and being like oh that's like heartbreaking yeah and like it's that moment of innocence is gone yeah it's like I okay I didn't realize whatever I mean yeah Yeah. I've moved on from that um that still sticks in my head and then I also remember like my mom being like when I was younger I think even before that or around that time, maybe it was like, well, when you hit puberty and you get taller, it'll you stretch you know, out. It'll even itself out, and so pretty much up through high school, I was like, no, it'll work itself out. It's great. <laughs> it it will not. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just like the little thing, like just yeah. little, not like little digs but just like comments that you don't think are gonna stick they're gonna they're gonna stick um so that was kind of rough and then being in middle school and being at seattle christian where it's a bunch of like little blonde hair skinny bitches (laughs) 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 and being not that right um i remember another little thing i had these purple skinny jeans Hell yes. and oh my god like i loved these of course pants because hello yeah they're purple skinny jeans like, yeah absolutely every day of my life i wanted to wear these granted we can only wear them on like fridays whatever and we were in pe and your favorite 
<laughs> favorite subject, as I recall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I came back into the locker room or whatever to change back into these pants or whatever, there was a sticky note in my bag that said, like, you shouldn't wear those purple skinny jeans again. Or something. From like, who? I don't, I, I, I have my suspicions. Like, I'm I fight that person. Yeah. But I went home that day and never, and wore, never them wore them again. God heartbreaking yeah and like it's (laughs) i kept them of course you did for the longest time never wore them and then finally i was like you know i don't even like i won't wear these like right so i gave them to kathy because she's like these are cute i'll wear them obviously because they're cute and she just gave them away like she just you know so now they're no longer in my life (laughs) man but it's like who how fucking rude yeah see and that's another thing is that middle schoolers are fucking brutal they are they They all need to just be hit (laughs) hot takes hit all the middle schoolers (laughs) girls are particularly awful to each other and it's just i don't know what that is i mean it's just like we're bred to be mean to each other oh yeah these group of girls which i don't another group of girls so there were multiple groups of girls that had that did not like me they got all of the guys to not talk to me yeah and it's it's just so awful we just are the worst to each other and i mean the majority i would say of like my weight issues stem from some kind of comment or something you heard or even just you comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't even have to say anything to you, you know? Yeah. It's like... Yeah, my best friend in high school, literally, like, 94 pounds. Yeah. And all only would eat bread. You're like... <laughs> like, if she ordered a pizza, She'd the you crust. know who you are. <laughs> I'm sure you still do it. <laughs> She would scrape the top and the sauce off of the pizza and just eat the bread. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sociopath. <laughs> Weirdo. I love her. Um, but, yes. <laughs> but, and, obviously, I never had a problem with yeah, that. But, but it was you just, like, like, look at them, and you're, like, great. Yeah, a picture of us, of the two of us, popped up on my <sighs> memories from, like, about, like, 12 years ago or something. Yes. And it was just, like... Oh my god! I I went to a concert with her in Vegas, and people thought I was her mother. Oh, love it! So God love it! Yeah. So then what? Uh, yeah. So then high school hit. Uh, was overweight, but nothing. I look back on it now, and it's I was not. I was right. overweight. I was definitely overweight. Right. But you know. Yeah. After high school, I definitely gained a lot more weight. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I was fine. Like, I had friends. I never had a boyfriend. Never dated. I went on one date. We won't talk about it. That. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and um. So yeah, I never. But I don't know if that was because of my weight. I'm sure it was part of it, but more of like a me part of it. The fact that you hate like all people. 
And, you know, we've got a lot of other family issues to deal with. Well, someday we'll do a deep dive into my brain about all of the things. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Because uh, there's a lot of factors involved in that. But anyway, back to the subject at hand. Um, yeah, I always was, like, uncomfortable. I would always wear, like, sweatshirts and, like... Yeah, girl. You know. I wore a hoodie. Yeah. Like, a zip-up hoodie. Mm-hmm. literally all the time. Yeah. It was middle of the summer in eastern Washington, and Ooh. my ass hoodied up. See, I I wasn't that bad. Like, because I also, there are other people in my life that have weight issues that I always try to be, like, a good role model for. Yeah. In the sense of, like, well, look, I'm fat, but I will I'm still wear still what I... I'm sleeveless shirt. If I want to wear a tank top, I'm going to wear a tank top. Yeah. And I don't really care. Even though inside, ha ha ha, I do care a lot. But I am trying to get these other people in my life to realize, like, you can you can wear what you want. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. And if I have to fake it until I make it yeah. to make other people realize that it doesn't matter, because I know deep down that it really doesn't matter what I right. wear. Right, But I just have the same insecurities that these other people do. But I'm just trying to get over it. And I think that has helped with my body image of like, yeah, yeah I may be 300 pounds, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Fair. It's hard. It's hard to have that. And there have been a lot of things that I've wanted to wear that I don't wear or, oh, I really like this dress, but it's short sleeves and I don't like my arms, so I'll just wear a cardigan over it. And then it's like, what's the point of the right. entire outfit? Right, right. Um, so that was kind of me in high school. I wore a lot of cardigans, a lot of... Same. <laughs> some that I still have in my closet right now. Um, but, so then out of high school, I just continued to gain weight and gain weight and gain weight. And it wasn't until literally... Was not until I met you <laughs> a year and a half ago. Yeah, that I remember what you were like telling me about your surgery, and you showed me pictures of your before pictures, and I yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" Like you look like a totally different person. Yeah, and I can totally see myself in your before pictures. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So similar. So then I went and did the consultation and also had gastric bypass surgery last November mm-hmm. and have lost over 110 pounds. That's right. Um, and I feel like I'm in a good spot. I don't have a goal. Yeah. On purpose because I don't want to have Yeah, it's way healthier not to have a goal. Yeah. It's um, like just feel away. Yeah. And I'm happy with where I am now. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I want to lose more weight. Yeah. But if I end up not, like, I'm not going to be upset about upset it. Upset about it. But I'm definitely, like. You're gonna, you're going to. You're still. You're, like. I'm literally within... in the middle of this situation. So. Yeah. You are within your one year. Which yeah. is, like, the sweet spot. They say, like, one year to 18 months. Yeah. Is, like, where you'll continue to lose. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. It. I, the only thing I regret is I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. Like, that I, I mean, spent... I don't because I'm young. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and it would basically be the, almost the same time frame. 
Mm-hmm. Like if I had done it at the same time as you, cause I spent six years from when I was like 26 years old until yeah. I was 32 years old. Yeah. Obsessing about losing weight, obsessing about dieting. And like, if I could have done it sooner, I would have. Yeah. You know, there was one other thing that I just remembered another comment that a was... trigger, like a changing yeah, point. And, in and your this life. one, this one was recent as in the last couple years mm-hmm. that really got me like, wow, what the fuck mm-hmm. about a lot of the situations that went on in my life. Yeah. Um, cause I started, I started gaining weight. I stopped being the skinny little yeah. kid in like elementary school, like in kindergarten, first grade, maybe first or second grade. Yeah. And like, I didn't make the food decisions in my household yeah. at six years old. No. And we ate, like, normal food, you know, like, vegetables and rice and chicken for dinner, whatever, balanced meals. But then, like, going out to dinner, anywhere we would go, I'd want mac and cheese. That's it. Or, like, yeah. whatever. And... Yes, mac and cheese was literally, like, I will literally blame it on, yeah, yes. (laughs) So much so, it's a trigger for me because that was part of this conversation that I'd had with a person in my life, who I do not really speak to at the moment, (laughs) (laughs) Um, where they blamed me. Yeah. They, and it was, it wasn't just that they blamed me, it was, I was out to dinner with them. Yeah. And I think I ordered like a Coke. Yeah. Or something. Or maybe we were on a road. I don't remember what the situation was, but it was something maybe we were on a road trip and I got like, oh, I got goldfish and other snacks. And of course, this person has been dieting on and off for a very long time too. They had really bad weight issues. Went on Adkins. Yeah. And that is kind of there. But, you know, fluctuate when yeah. they're on and off and whatever. So they roll, like, low-carb all the time mm-hmm. when they are doing it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, oh, they've got their sugar-free beef jerky and Diet Coke on this trip, and I'm over here eating, like, a Pop-Tart, whatever. And it was, well, you can't blame me for being fat. That's all you. Because look at, you're eating a Pop-Tart right now. It wasn't a Pop-Tart, but that's just what I'm craving right now, so we're going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, growing up, I this didn't This is make... one moment in my life. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't make the decisions when I was five. Yeah. But that, nope, that didn't matter because as soon as I turned 18, I guess, it was all on me. Yep. At all the decisions of your whole life. Which, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, but also, like... <laughs> Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Big time. (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, yeah, it's those types of comments that young people hear that are so formative to your ideas about, like, wow, maybe it is me. Wow, maybe I am fat because I'm lazy. It's like I I worked out for, like, five days a week for six years straight. Like, I know I'm not lazy. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah, maybe I am fat because I make bad choices or whatever it may be. And it's such a toxic environment. And the people in other people's lives 
Yeah. Really have no idea the impact that just the smallest comment yeah can have and how internalized it can become and how much of part of like the fabric of your thinking about food and diet mm-hmm. it becomes and it's like like my grandmother was always obsessed with like weight and diet food like yeah like she's one of those people that had diet soda diet snapple diet sugar-free candy like all the time like she didn't really ever want to change her life sugar-free candy what a slippery slope here's a ha 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 uh into the first time i was like oh i worked at a candy store (laughs) (laughs) i worked at i worked at a candy store when i was 19 going to college Um, and I worked there by myself. Like it was in the mall. Okay. So like consider South Center. Yeah. And you are a teenager (laughs) and you work alone in a candy store. That's dangerous. And I would work like weekdays closing. So it's like the mall in Eastern Washington. Nobody's there. Dead ass. Yeah. So you're just like, I'm going to sample some candy. (laughs) So I would eat candy like all shift long, all shift long. And, um, I think that you got like a, an allotment per day cause you, they wanted you to try the yeah. product. Right. And it was like, cool, whatever. Um, well one day I was like, God damn, I'm fat. <laughs> I better just I'm going to mow down on these gummy bears. And if anyone has read those reviews for sugar-free oh gummy bears God. on Amazon, absolutely so accurate. You tell that story. I'm going to pull one up because okay. I think it's going to be funny. And I was working alone in our store, like in the mall behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Most stores have like an office that then goes to like the back hallway where the shipping people can yeah. access your store. Yeah. We didn't have that back hallway. So you had to close the store, lock it up, and go around to go to the bathroom. Uh, oh, no, girl. Oh, no, girl. I was sitting there. You know, I had started mowing down on that candy beginning of my shift. Yeah. It's like a five-hour shift. I am sitting there, and I'm like... <laughs> like my stomach... The like your stomach, but worse. Yeah. Because it's sharp pain. And Ooh. then it was like, if I don't go to the bathroom, right. I had to close that bitch down, write a sign, be back in five, oh, run to a public restroom oh, and literally shit my brains out. Thanks so much. Sugar free candy. Yep. Um, <laughs> this first review. So this is just a review on whatever sugar free gummy bears. Yeah, Haribo's sugar-free gummy bears. The one out of five stars. (laughs) If you need a colonoscopy, eat these. Facts. Delish taste, wonderful texture. Yep. Starting out strong. Then dot 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 the aftermath. Yeah. Nonstop flatulence, diarrhea, severe abdominal pain. Oh my God. Never again. Shipping these suckers off to my worst enemy. (laughs) Accurate. Accurate. So, yeah, so my grandma had just diet everything. Everything sugar-free, everything diet, diet candy. She would get, like, the reduced fat lays, baked lays, you know. It was, like, not really wanting to change your lifestyle. Yeah. Just fucking eat all the same shit. 
or sugar free. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so after all of that, like I started looking back on the number of diets. So, okay. Yeah. Taking it back, aging myself a little bit. I had a tumbler. And when you had, I started a tumbler in 2012. And when you started a tumbler that was about fitness, they were called fitblers. Oh my God. Yeah. Cute. Um, and I mean, I have friends still from those days. Okay. And so like real life friends that I, you know, like met and love. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I had this Fitbler would post everything like before and after shots, workouts, bu -bu 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 -bu. and then I got an Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's like the gateway. I yeah. love Instagram, but it is a dark, it is deep, scary. dark hole. Yeah. Because it's masked in this very positive, mm -hmm. like just wanting to share my sweat sessions and like boss babe working out blah 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 gym rat all this hashtag this hashtag that yeah and it's really like some people use it for accountability but it can be very triggering to people like me when I see other people and I'm guilty of it I do it on my own Instagram yeah I share my workouts occasionally yeah. but I've yeah. toned it back so much like if I work out like say I work out three times a week which is like unheard of at this point in my life uh -huh. um I'll do like one or yeah. I'll share it on my story but it's yeah. like seeing and going through weight loss surgery my whole Instagram is just full of other people who have gone through weight loss surgery yeah. So it's like comparing who's still successful, comparing yeah. who's working out, comparing who's tracking their food, comparing what they're eating, what diet are they on, what are they doing to keep themselves successful and thin, yeah. like what size are they in, Yeah. It, that's... what plastic surgery have they got since. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, yeah. I and it's just like this have the same. <laughs> gateway and I, st so I have gained weight since. March of 2020, March of tw like May, 2020, I was at like my very lowest. That was when I started my journey. Yeah. And I was running like my fastest Yeah, and I was like just amazing. And then like the real quarantine happened. Right. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like hot girl summer. I was, you know, having a good time. Um, and then yeah, all the charcuterie boards, girl, oh. <sighs> Maybe a photo one day of a charcuterie board that we put together. Um, and so I already feel myself getting back into those horrible habits mm -hmm. of like, what diet should I try next? <laughs> like, what's the thing that I should do? Yeah. And it's like, I know what I should do. I should eat within portions, prioritize protein, worry about vegetables and fuck off to carbs. Yeah. Like that's literally the bariatric diet. It's yeah. like protein first, then vegetables, then carbs. Literally how you're supposed to eat. Yeah. Why do I always eat carbs first? Uh, Cause they're just so good. They are so good. But yeah. And they make me sick. I know. I, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I already find myself going down that rabbit hole. Like, should I try keto? Yeah. Should I do whole 30? Should I do paleo? Maybe I should do Weight Watchers. Yeah. No, maybe I'll just track my food on my fitness pal. Oh, God. Well, maybe, maybe you I should, should do just, Atkins. Yeah, you should just do South Beach Diet. South Beach Diet. 
You should do the Mediterranean diet, actually. Right? And, like, that is the way my mind starts. Like, when I start to think about, like, losing weight, I know all the things I need to do. Mm -hmm. But, like, I get on social media and I start to see people who are like, oh, I'm doing a poultry set. I'm just going to drink protein shakes for a week. Dude, let me tell you. When I was in high school. Yeah. One summer, I, that's all I did. I ate, I drank weight loss shakes. Yeah. Two, two a day and then one meal. And when I, like we went on a trip to Vegas and I did it, I brought like all of these Don't cans. Don't you get so sad when you think back yeah. to some of that stuff? It's where like, you're wh- like, I didn't even let myself enjoy life yeah and it's not like i lost (laughs) any weight yeah because your body's like starving yeah i was hungry the whole time and then of course it's vegas and of course with my family we go to the buffets for dinner so it was two shakes and then all of the oh for your one meal yeah right so it's like you starved yourself all day yeah so now you're just gonna binge yeah (laughs) yeah perfect great it is it's mind-blowing to me how easily you get right back in it. Like, yeah. it's so easy to get right back in it. And, like, I I don't know. It's it's so hard. It's so frustrating. And, it, you know, the most frustrating part is really the fact that it is a symptom of just this, like, faux body positivity. Mm-hmm. Like... Everybody's talking about body positivity and all this stuff, but it's like, are you really? Yeah. Are you really? No, you just changed what the ideal body looks like. Yeah. So the ideal body now, I mean, the ideal body when we were growing up sticks. (laughs) Absolutely stick thin. Yeah. And God fucking damn, anybody who wants to bring low rise jeans back. fucking trigger that is why women my age have such bad body issues yeah because nobody can wear those and look good no unless you were unless you were my 95 pound friend who didn't even wouldn't even rail rail thin you had to be rail thin and now the body has just changed yeah it's like now it's big ass big hips still tiny waist yeah big old boobies Yep. And skinny legs. Yeah. It's like maybe big thighs, but like yeah, God forbid but... you have a big calf like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Triggered big calf. <laughs> <laughs> it was just right there. I couldn't help it. It's all I heard when I said it. Like I have gigantic calves. Yeah. The I... worst. I did. And now... Now that I've had the surgery, now that I've lost the weight, I mean, they're still, yeah, but they're way less and it's like, all right, I'm here for it. I know. I'm here for it. Right. Granted, Kathy has like the most perfect legs. I know. I've seen them. Not an ounce of fat on them. I've seen them. I'm like, how? (sighs) Yeah. So really, is it body positivity? I don't think so. Like, I think we yeah. fake ourselves into believing that we're so much better than we used to be. Yeah. But no. Not but at we're all. not. Not at all. And there are people that I know that are, like, very healthy weights. Like, they look great. Yeah. Whatever. And they 
just like every time I'm around them, they're like, oh my God, I'm just so fat. Oh my God. I'm just so fat. I'm like, first of all, (laughs) first of all, if you're saying that about yourself, what are you saying about me? Right. Because you're literally half my size or were, which whatever. I try again, and not that they sit there and think about and talk about me behind my back because they don't, but you know, you still think about, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, but it's so much easier to look at someone else and go, what are you talking about? You're beautiful. And then internally you're like, I am a walrus, (laughs) you know? And it's like, it makes no sense. Like, why can't we? Like society has really just destroyed everything. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, I don't, it's such a struggle to, I think I saw a meme once that's like, think about all the things that you say about yourself. Would you ever say that to your friend? Right. And it's like, no, I would never say that to my friend. But why do I constantly say it to myself? Yeah. It's depressing. It's really sad. And it's something that you'd have to think about internally. Yeah. Dig deep, folks. Yeah. Um, It's interesting because there are now. Here's the other thing about like weight loss and stuff. I cannot stand when somebody is on a diet uh-huh. and then they're like, oh my God, you totally need to do this diet. And like, I've learned so much about and girl, that's everybody doing keto. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, right. That's wonderful. I'm very happy for you. Like, I first of all, why are you telling, like, stop pushing diets on me. Yeah. Like, because all you're telling me is you think I need to diet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and what does that say? And like, for me now that I'm like way yeah. smaller than I used to be yeah. and like seeing other people in my life, other distant relative family yeah. members that are in situations where they have people that are more aggressively yeah, influencing them to feel some sort of way. I like, I hate listening to it now. Like I, yeah, it's so hard. There was a situation yeah. Recently where like something like that happened and they said something, they were basically like, oh, didn't you already eat? Like, you don't need to eat anymore. Or like, oh, you don't right. need that dessert or whatever. And the person who they were talking to was like, oh, I did, I haven't, like, I haven't even eaten, like, whatever. Yeah. And I just went like, that was rude. Like, what? Right. You know, and I nor- I never would never say anything say. to this person ever before. And they were like, oh, they know I'm kidding. It's like... You weren't <laughs> fucking kidding. You weren't kidding. And it's been literally forever that you have been doing this to this person. And if you know who you are, I hope you are listening to me. Well, and I think that there's something to be said. Because it makes me, like, it makes my heart hurt. <laughs> yeah. And there's something to be said about... When you lose weight, when you've been heavy your whole life. Yeah. And, like, you've experienced that dynamic your whole life. Like, I don't, for the most part, like, I wouldn't say anyone in my family was that way. Like, aggressive, but microaggressions, 100%. Yeah. Like, you know, they're the tiny comments that just add up and add up and add up. But, um... When you finally lose weight and people stop doing that to you and all they do is, like, Mm -hmm. feed you the very positive, which is a whole nother dynamic of, like, 
you get tired of like people wanting to talk to you about your weight. Oh, for sure. And how great you look. I mean, I'm not there yet because this is all new to me. And yeah. like see having but there having people... done this in quarantine, yeah, has true. been I mean, it's a godsend. It's so nice because most everybody else has gained weight and I've literally lost over 100 pounds. Yeah. So the people that I'm seeing for the first time in like a year or two, yeah. it's per it's, it's pretty nice for me, but I I also get it. It's like that's not all I want to talk about every time right. I see somebody. Well, that exactly. And it's like it's borderline fucking rude yeah. at times because you're like like what did you think about me before because it's like oh yeah. my I didn't even re- granted I said that to you I didn't even recognize yeah. you yeah well that's that's another thing when I put up side by side photos together and it's like <laughs> look at this but I will say though a lot of my before and afters that I've shown people that we've had conversations with I also got my eyebrows microbladed. <laughs> this bitch. She also has eyebrows now. <laughs> yeah, I literally had no eyebrows. No eyebrows. Yeah, that actually it changed the the look of your face a lot. So I de- like yeah. When yes. when I show people my before and afters, they're, they're like, "Whoa, like you look Whoa, so different." I'm like, "Did you have alopecia?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm "Like this." This actually isn't my, like, weight before and after. It's my eyebrows before and after. (laughs) I mean, it's it's facts. People, her eyebrows are fire. Um, But, yeah, it gets borderline, like, just annoying. And, like, and hearing it. So we have another coworker who also had surgery. We have Mm -hmm. two two coworkers who had surgery. And, like. Three. Three? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, like, borderline gross to me when I'm in the room. And and I know. I know, like, when you first have it, you, like, eat it up. Yeah. But, like, it's so hard to hear on the outskirts when it's just, like, that's all they want to talk to those people about. They only see them so often, and that's, like, with quarantine, it's, like, that's all they want to talk about. Yeah. It's, like, oh, my God. You look so good. Yeah. And that person is there to work. Yeah. Like, they're there to get some shit done. They're, like, only in the office for a little bit, and it's like, thanks. Yeah. Like, I'd rather not talk about it all the time. Well, and let me tell you. (laughs) So, I'm not the best patient, because I love a good Cheeto. Yeah. Um, and there are bags of chips (laughs) at work right now. Yeah, all the time. And so I like I'll have I'll have some Cheetos every once in a uh-huh. while. And when when one of the three pop in, and the, they there's one in particular won't name any names or anything that's doing spectacular like very yeah. strict to the program. Yeah, she's amazing. I, like I do, I, I genuinely don't know how she does it. Yeah, amazing. Because I'm over here like I'm eating these Cheetos. Right. But I'm always like the oh, guilt and like, shame. Let me just run back to my office I know. To eat these. Yeah. Like but she's not, in there. Not that like, she like whatever. Heating up her cauliflower rice and yeah. like chicken. I'm like it's good. Like, I'm like I'm so She's so happy good. Yeah, she's so you. good. And she's doing amazing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I just think that, you know, it's 
it's the small things that you say to people, whether yeah. positive or negative, that have such an impact on the way they view themselves for the rest of their lives. And people yeah. really do need to take that seriously. And well, when I had the, um, you have to meet with like a, a therapist. Uh huh. And they're like, well, just be prepared for like men <laughs> to start talking to you more. Yep. And it's like, yeah, okay, like, whatever. It's a fact. It's disgusting. You know it. And it, I mean, yeah, it has definitely happened Yeah. more now than previously, but I have. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and it's like, honestly, like, professionally, I got way more opportunities. So weird. Like, professionally, I got so many more opportunities. I was put in a position where I was yeah. more for like, in the foreground than the background. Yeah. Like, and I was given, like, roles of speaking and things like that where it's, like, you know, I was I was an ideal-looking person yeah. for once in my life. And I've always been outgoing. So it's, like... Yeah, like, your personality that's hasn't That's very changed. easy, right? To, like, now you look like what people want you to look like yeah. and you're still your funny fucking self, which is, like... Thank God we were fat growing up because now we're hilarious and skinny. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All those bitches that were skinny throughout their whole lives, you're you're boring. Well, yeah. And so it's, (laughs) it's crazy because like your whole life changes in ways that you, you literally would have no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. And so it's for us to, for people to say that like, oh, it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, it should, unfortunately it does, it most definitely should not. Right. So it's like, please go sell that line of shit to someone else. Yeah. Um, and also, watch what you say to people. Yeah. Like, don't downplay the experience people have or the feelings they have regarding how they get treated because of their overweight. And also, think about the shit you say. And how that has an impact on people. Because the littlest stuff, just saying like, oh, maybe you should get a one size bigger. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, no, you have such a pretty face. (laughs) You know, those types of things are, yes, maybe well-intentioned. Yeah. Just so detrimental. So detrimental. And like, think about it. For, like, half a second, do you really need to say the thing that you think you need to say? Yeah. Is that really going to help that person yeah. in the moment to tell them that maybe they shouldn't have a second dessert? Yeah. It's, it's like, like, we're at a wedding. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I'm going to eat one of every dessert on this tray. I'm going to bring that Dick's burger up to my room and roll over at 2 o'clock in the morning and eat it in the dark. God damn it. Leave <laughs> me be. Don't say a single fucking word to me. Because yeah. really, what good is it doing you? Yeah. So like, on that... cares? On that note, I... I feel like we've exhausted this. Yeah, I'm about to go get a (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tart. But seriously, I think that, you know. Wrapped in lettuce. Yeah, wrapped in (laughs) lettuce. It's lettuce wrapped. Um, I think that, you know, there's a lot that we still need to do as a society. There's a lot of space that we could grow in this topic. Absolutely. And, um, but, like, don't be naive to the fact that, like, people still judge people based on their weight. 
Yeah. Like, don't fall into the body positivity trap to think that it's been resolved. Because it most definitely right. has Right. It's not. like when Barack Obama was elected and people are like, racism is gone. It's like, no. <laughs> no, the next president was Trump. <laughs> right. It's like, just because Lizzo is super popular and she's like super body positive doesn't mean that weight issues don't exist anymore. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that kind of stuff is like, it, there's so much room to grow and I hope we do because I would love to raise my kid in a space where yeah. he just doesn't have to think about it. I already try to tell him things like, no, that person is not fat. You yeah. can't be fat. You can have fat on your body, but you can't be fat. Yeah. Five-year-olds. It's <sighs> a high-level concept, but we're working on it. <laughs> working on it. Trying to make this there. place a better place. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to wrap it up, moral of the story, be nice to other people. And if you want to eat a piece of fucking cake, eat a piece of fucking cake. Life is way too fucking short. As somebody who's spent a decade trying to lose weight, it's too short. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Yeah. And also, the Mediterranean diet is amazing because I love Mediterranean food. (laughs) Hot takes. (laughs) Give me all the feta. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening while we got a little bit more serious this week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, tackled some of those hard hitting issues. Yeah. This will happen every once in a while. We'll, we'll get a little bit deep, but we'll also keep it light sometimes. Well, it's going to be a mixture of things. Yeah. We're five episodes in at this point. And, um, I think you all are going to get a little bit of a taste. You'll have a taste for how uh, the dynamic is going to be. And, you know, our goal is to kind of just mix it up. Keep it keep it light, then go heavy, then have fun, you yeah. know. But um, I hope you all are enjoying the podcast so far. I know we're having a good time. Oh, yeah. And um, if you are interested, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ops on Ops Podcast. Same, same name for both platforms. Um, you can also check us out on our website at opinionsonopinions.com. Or if you have any ideas or questions or topics that you want us to talk about, if there's something super deep that you want us to to touch on, or if you have, or if you're if you're telling me, listen, Haley, you really shouldn't wear those purple pants anymore, then you can let me know or us know. <laughs> yeah. At our email, admin at opinionsonopinions.com. But please don't tell me not to wear those purple pants because I don't even have them anymore and I will cry. And also, please be sure to um, make sure you share this episode and rate our podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. You can't rate on Spotify, which is lame, but uh, we still, yeah, make sure you follow Ring the Bell so that you get notified when we upload new episodes. We upload episodes every other Sunday. Every other Sunday. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So thanks everybody for listening and bye. Bye.